0: Hey guys, hope everyone is well and welcome back to the Improvement Podcast. So this episode I want to jump into how to tackle movement stalling or in other words how to break through a plateau with your training. So if you've got like a certain movement that's not really progressing much or you're not being able to increase either the weight or the reps then this will potentially come in handy. So jump into it. The main thing or the first thing you should definitely, definitely assess is how's your sleep recovery and nutrition. So first I'll get into sleep. So if your sleep's really poor, let's say you're sleeping four t- four hours a night, you're not going to recover well, you're not going to have good energy, you're not going to perform well. So that's probably why it's stolen. if that was the case. So I'd guarantee if you're sleeping like four hours a night, you get eight hours in bed, probably not going to happen for most and I hope none of you listening or watching this are sleeping four hours a night but it's going to hold you back massively so even just improving your sleep it's gonna result in you performing better you'll probably break through the plateau because uh, most of the time yes movements might slow down but i think people plateau because they aren't consistent outside the gym and with other areas so as well as sleep which obviously plays a part into recovery Nutrition also, also does so. Some questions to ask yourself. Are you eating enough calories? Are you eating a healthy diet, fruit and vegetables etc. All that basic stuff. Are you having enough water throughout the day? So is your pee quite light or is it really really dark? If it's dark then you're not drinking enough water. And are you eat, yeah, eating around the time you train? Because if you're not eating around the time you train you're not going to have energy in your sessions especially if you're dieting. That goes on to another point. When you're dieting, you're not going to progress as fast. You can still progress, definitely, as a beginner, uh, without a doubt, if you're consistent with everything else, including your diet, but it's not going to be as fast, so that's something to bear in mind. So if it's just because, let's say, you've been dieting for ages and it's a movement, let's say the bench press isn't progressing, when your back gets leaner, you lose body fat on your back obviously and it's harder to be stable and balance the weight and as a result you're not strong so that's something to consider so yeah just make sure you're sleeping sleep nutrition and you're managing stress well because most of the time it's those three things that cause things to stall in my opinion or cause causes your performance to not be great it's not actually the exercises itself some exercises will all also just stall more than others for example you're more likely to stall on upper body movements and lower body movements like uh, the squat you're probably going to be able to run that up for ages whereas something like let's say uh, a dumbbell shoulder press that's going to stall not well, relatively quickly because you jump up the dumbbells in big jumps and, and I, I just find it stalls easier And with your upper body, obviously, let's say on the squat you're lifting 100 kilos, let's say you've done it for a good while, whereas on the dumbbell press you're lifting 20 kilos. If you add 1 kilo to your squat, that's not a big percentage, but if you add 1 kilo to your dumbbell press, that's quite a big percentage to add on, so that's probably why as well, so you've got to take that into consideration. So if you've considered those factors, how's your execution during the exercise? I What I mean by this is, are you doing the exercise correctly with good form? Because if you are, you'll be making the most of the movement and you'll have the best ability to progress. So I'm not going to really explain execution as a whole and what I think defines execution being good, but I think it's it's somewhat, oh I, I say it's self-explanatory, but that's coming from me like I, I wouldn't know others point of views to be honest so I need to take that into consideration so matter of fact it will be nice and controlled the whole time you'll be making sure you're nice and stable and your body's nice and tight apart from the uh, like muscle or joint that's moving and uh, yeah we'll just leave it there in terms of what good execution is because I believe i potentially have another podcast on it if not i'll make one coming up in the future because that's quite a good topic what is good execution so next up is your consistency when performing an exercise so what i mean by how's your consistency is let's take the barbell back squat for example it's a good example to use how often are you doing it if you're doing the barbell back squat once a month you're not doing it enough to be able to get good at the exercise because every time you'll be back to doing the barbell Back Squat after a month, you'll be like Bambi where you're like shaking because you're not used to doing the exercise. Especially if you're a beginner. If you, let's say, you went back to the barbell Back Squat after training for five years, three of them you've done the barbell Back Squat, you're going to pick up much faster. But if you're new to training, you're not that familiar with all the exercises and you don't squat frequently, then you're not going to get good at the movement. So make sure you're doing it enough. So weekly is probably a good good amount to do You could even squat two times a week for sure, definitely, if you're a beginner. And I think that's quite a good idea, actually, because the more you do something, the better you get. So if you squat twice a week, you'll get good at the movement in half the time, in my opinion, or something close to that. So, yeah, just make sure you're doing it consistently, because as well as being able to learn the good form, or good form, doing it consistently, and being able to do it comfortably, safely, like if you're not if you're not training the muscle group consistently as well how's it going to grow so if you're doing it let's say obviously it's quite exaggeration but let's say you're skipping legs and you're only doing the squat once a month again although let's say you had good technique if you're still only training legs once a month you're not going to be able to grow very well whereas if you've done them twice a week they're going to have so much more opportunities to grow so that's just a wee example but just make sure you're doing them relatively consistent. I myself, I train my upper body from two to three times a week. You could say three because like I train arms and shoulders on a separate day as well. Uh, which is quite like a easy going session. Or not easy going, but uh, it's not very taxing, tiring, or tiring, sorry. Can't get my words out. Whereas, uh, yeah, my lower body also train twice a week. So I'm giving myself plenty of opportunities to grow my muscles. And next up, after consistency, is your training intensity. So, are you training hard? Obviously hard is relative to the individual, but are you at least trying to push yourself? Are you at least trying to improve your training intensity? Because if you're not, and you're just doing it, and then you just stop when you feel it's getting a bit hard, can't be bothered, and you're not putting in effort, that's why it's stalling. Just simply as a beginner, I think... I've I've even had this myself like uh, with the barbell back squat I'll take that example again just learning how to train harder you'll progress so you can easily put weight on the bar just from not even getting stronger not even getting yeah not, not even getting stronger just by being able to train harder you'll be able to improve how much reps you're doing or how much weight you're doing I found this when I done the barbell back squat so Not that I didn't train hard, but with uh, an exercise like the barbell back squat, obviously, like it's a free weight. You're having the bar on your back. You're squatting down. You could become off balance. I'd done that for like about just less than a year when I started with my coach, and I think I got. I don't mean in a spug manner, but I got really good at the movement. So I like perfected the setup, perfected the exercise. It was second nature to me and I got really really good at it by when I got close to failure I didn't have any form breakdown at all. All that happened was the rep slowed down. I kept perfect form even close to failure. And if you're able to do that and keep really really good technique and just learn to just push through it you're going to improve your training intensity. Next up after that is doing enough work. So... In terms of doing enough work how much sets are you doing for legs because you see a lot of folk on instagram doing like one set per exercise and things like that but that's not applicable to everyone so if you're new to training you're not going to be able to put the same stress on your muscle as someone who's been training for years and years you're not going to be able to train as hard Regardless if you've done a sport beforehand because it's something that you'll learn. Yes, if you've done a sport beforehand and you're a hard worker, it'll come much, much easier. But to an extent, it's something that you'll learn. So you're not going to be able to do the same work as someone who's really advanced doing one set each exercise and grow off that. So you need to do enough for you. In terms of what would be enough for you... What you basically want to ensure is you're not really sore going into the next session but you want a just a wee bit of soreness like at least being sore the day after because if you're training and you've got no soreness at all you don't feel like you've got a pump not feel like you've trained the muscle at all you don't feel a bit weak then you're probably not doing enough. But on the other side like I said you don't want to be absolute crippled going into the next session extremely sore. You want a balancing act between the two. So I think I've basically covered what you should do before thinking about swapping a movement out. So next up, if you've made sure you're doing all those things correctly, your exercise still isn't progressing, then I think it's a valuable time to change the exercise or change the rep range maybe. So the reason we should tick off all those boxes there is... If you don't and you just go to the next exercise and you keep having poor recovery, you keep having poor nutrition, you keep doing the exercises with poor execution or poor technique and you're not consistent performing it, you don't train hard enough, you're not doing enough work, the exact same is going to happen when you swap an exercise out. So if you make sure you tick all those boxes off and you're still not improving on the exercise, then you could think, oh, It is probably just the exercise. I'm probably doing enough. Like, if you've ticked off all those boxes, you've done what you can. You know it's definitely not that, and it's exercise that's sold. So, then you can change it, in my opinion, or change the rep range. So, in terms of when you'd want to change the rep range, so, it's dependent on what exercise. For example, let's say you're doing, again, the barbell back squat. You're doing one set, five to nine, and two sets in the like 10 to 12 rep range or the 12 to 15, let's say both of those rep range stalls, you just can't progress them at all. You probably wouldn't want to do any more than 20 reps on a barbell back squat unless you're absolutely sick in the head because with a barbell back squat it requires you to be nice and stable and when you're doing high reps it's hard to keep nice and strong and stable And be able to keep tight because you're you're just going to be out of breath. Your technique will probably be a bit all over the place, and you'll you'll just probably feel like death (laughs) as well. And you'll probably not. It's hard to train and do 20 rep squats and train to proper failure on them as well. To be honest, especially if you're relatively new to training. So at this point, I'd just change the exercise if you can. So obviously, not everyone's blessed with the kit to do so, but if you do have like different options, let's say a hack squat, let's say a Smith machine squat, let's say a, a front squat with a barbell, those are all good options as well. So yeah, if you can change your exercise, if not, you might just have to look to change your rip range or do some wee things like let's, I'll take the barbell back squat. Let's just pausing at the bottom for two seconds, things like that, or going really really slow on the way down, or putting plates under your heels so that. You get more bend in the knee and you train your quad better and try and progress it like that just so you've got a bit of variation so it stops stalling if you are doing it consistently enough. And in terms of what you should look for in the movement so what you want is you want it to be pain-free first of all you want it to be enjoyable because people people argue oh you shouldn't you shouldn't worry about enjoying your training You should do what's right, or what's best, or what's optimal. But enjoyment does come into the equation if you're a beginner, because if you hate it, you're not gonna stick to it. It's just like any sport. If you're trying to build muscle, you need to, or lose body fat in the gym, you need to be consistent. You need to show up all the time. And if you hate something, then you're not likely to do so. So make it enjoyable. There's nothing wrong with that. Sorry, I'm a bit tired. Eh, yeah, so. Even if it means you're doing an exercise that might not be the best to grow a certain muscle. I'd rather see someone let's say do uh I don't know, we'll take we'll take like a bench press. Let's say they don't feel it in their chest a lot. But it doesn't hurt them and they love doing it. It makes their session worthwhile coming in for. It. They get really, really excited to come in the gym to bench press. So then I I'm not gonna take that out of their programme. I'll put another chest exercise in maybe or just do one another day but like it, it's okay if you're just getting into training then just trying to get strong at the basics is more beneficial than choosing the perfect movement that you don't enjoy so yeah make sure it is enjoyable because that is a factor as you get further along in your training career or you just get more experience in the gym then enjoyment might not be as much of an option if you're taking it more seriously. And you've already been consistent to the gym for a good while and you know you'll stay consistent. So, yeah, comes a point where you need to consider things other than just enjoying it. Right, next. You want to be relatively stable. So what I mean by this is you don't want to be like trying to like stand and do a dumbbell overhead press Well balancing on a BOSU ball because you're not going to be really stable, it's going to be really hard. Whereas if you do it on a bench, you'll be nice and stable, your body won't move at all and you'll be stronger. So if you're more stable, you can lift more and if you can can get a muscle to lift more weight, it's going to be a bigger muscle. Simple as that, don't really need to dive into that further but just make sure you're in a relatively stable environment. And just make sure you've got room for progression when you're changing an exercise as well. For example, if you're changing, uh, let's say, uh, let's say we're changing a barbell back squat since we've stuck with it the whole podcast really, to a uh, dumbbell goblet squat. So just basically holding a dumbbell in front of you, squatting down, standing up. Let's say you've only got you train at home, this is just an example to take into consideration but you've only got like 30 kilos per dumbbell and then you go to the exercise, you get, you're doing 30 straight away what are you going to do? You can't just add reps forever, you need to have some way to make it harder and you're not going to be able to if you don't have any more weight to add because you can only do so much reps and I don't think it's effective doing like 30 reps on a dumbbell goblet squat when instead you could do a leg press or something like that so that's just an example that's something to take into consideration so yeah i hope this exercise sorry hope this podcast not exercise has helped so just to recap make sure you're just recovering well sleeping well eating well outside the gym because most of the time that's the issue same if i feel like you're drinking all the time if you're drinking twice a week you're drinking before your sessions you're not going to be in a good place to recover and perform well. Same if you're not drinking enough water, things like that. And then once that's sorted, look at your training. Are you doing exercises correctly? Are you doing them consistently? Are you training hard enough? Are you doing enough sets? And then if you've ticked off all those boxes and you're still not progressing them, then you could look to change the exercise or change like a rep range or the tempo of the exercise in terms of when you change the tempo or the rep range that's if you like really really like the exercise you want to get strong at it or you've got limited options in terms of when you'd want to change the movement just when you know you can't progress it you can't really change the rep range much with it still being effective so yeah i hope this podcast helps if uh, you're listening to it share it on instagram would be greatly appreciated if you want to see more And uh, obviously, whatever platform you're on, follow or subscribe, leave a review rating, whatever it is on the current platform you're listening on. But yeah, thank you very much for listening. I hope everyone has a great day.